Hello, it's nice to be here again. So, as usual, I'm here with the gang, the squad, you know, my favorite guests, and um, today we have such a wonderful time, and of course my guests are um, the Evangelist Rex and the Pastor Gabriel, we're so glad to have them here. Remember, we had them the last time, and it was just really, really, really awesome. So, here we go today again. Amen. And uh, I'd like to welcome you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Wow, thank, thank you very much, sir. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. It's such a pleasure to be here, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. What a great day to communicate God's word in exciting ways. Yes, sir. And uh, today, you know, I, I'm going to shock you with what we're going to talk about today because it's quite a shocking topic. You know, when I woke up this morning, I heard, I heard a whisper in my, in my soul. And I heard, I would like you to talk today about the theory of everything. You know, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Our topic today is the theory of everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, so yay! <laughs> you know, and um, we're going to have such a great time today talking about the theory of everything. Actually, guys, you know, did you know that the theory of everything is actually uh, it, it's, it's after it's after a scientific thing. There's even a movie called The Theory of Everything. Wow. Yeah, there's there's a movie called The Theory of Everything. So when I talk deeper about what what it means when we're talking about the theory of everything, some few things came to my mind. The first one that came to my mind was this: was how everything was made. You know, so how things were made, how we were made. So we're going to talk about it in those three three ways. How things were made, how we were made, and how things are still being made. Wow. wow. Yeah. You know, I want to hear what the Bible has to say concerning these things. And, um, man, because, you know, creation is still going on, yes, Rex. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Creation is still going on. You know, God finished and rested because he left the rest to us. Yes, uh, <laughs> wow. you get that. Yeah. So now that he's left um, a lot of things to us, um, the remaining things that have to be created are completely around with us to do. Yeah. So, so that's our topic today. So I hope we got some life in us because, man, we got to milk this thing. Eh? I, I was I was watching a, I was watching a video of. Uh, this brief wilderness yesterday and I saw the most dangerous job in the United States and uh, guess what it was what is this huh? milking snakes wow ah. look if men can milk snakes for a living I mean I saw it live milking snakes what do you do with the milk well <laughs> milk <laughs> snakes are no mama <laughs> the milk of snakes is venom so that's what they mean by milking snakes. They were actually milking snakes of venom and milking spiders. Dangerous spiders. You know. So if men can milk snakes, we're gonna milk the word. Wow. <laughs> because the Bible says that as 
you know, dear children, you should you should uh, desire the sincere milk of the, the word. word. I think God wants us to milk something out today, man. Yes, sir. And that's what we're gonna do. Okay. So, wow. Here we go. You ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Wow. Now, the theory of everything. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Let's start at the book of John chapter 1. Because, you know, the first place that we're going to address this is at, is at uh, Jesus. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm. Jesus has everything to say. So look at this in John chapter 1 and uh, verse 1. Look what it says, so amazing. It says in the beginning the word existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. Through him all things were made. And apart from him nothing was made that has been made. This is where it begins, man. <laughs> so, so this is where the theory of everything starts. Yeah. Right? And, and the amazing thing was that in the beginning was not things. In the beginning was not the creation. In the beginning was the creator. Yeah. Yes, so it starts at the theory of, you know, everything starts at the creator. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. God is God. He existed in the beginning with God. And then it goes on to say that through him all things were made. So this agrees definitely with the book of Genesis chapter 1. Yeah, and, and there's something I want to point out so strongly from our talk today. You see, it is because there's so much missing in our lives. There's so much missing in our world. And when I mean our world, I don't mean like the whole earth. I mean where we have our direct relationships, where we have our duties, where we have our homes, our social lives. There's just so much missing. It will seem, you know, from, from money to health, you know, to... What well, the good life? Yeah, yes, <laughs> you know the good life. I don't know what will constitute the good life for you, right? Good life, man. If if we mean first, there will be joy, joy, joy. happiness peace. in the system, man. Eh? Happiness in the system, mm. peace, um, satisfaction, mm -hmm. and the ability to actually do all that I want to do. That's mm. unlimitedness. Oh wow. Yeah. Freedom to be to be all that I desire to be. Mm. The freedom to have my dreams come true. Wow. The freedom to live my life to the fullest. That's just amazing. Yeah. Wow. What about you? What's the game, bro? Let me see. Let me start with the environment. A very peaceful environment. Wow. You know, with loving people around. Wow. You know, where there is no fear, where there is security. Well, <laughs> that's right. like utopia. <laughs> <laughs> well, so all of those things where there will be joy, where people will live together like they are brothers, mm. yeah, without greed, without selfishness. Yeah. Ooh, that's an egalitarian society. 
Wow. <laughs> well, so you see, everybody in, in every sense of the word, some people want to have so much money they can use a hundred dollar bill for tissues. Wow. You know, some people, well, people are just silly, but in reality, we want the good things of life. Yeah. Yes, sir. And since we want the good things of life, we have to understand how God created the good things that He wanted. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And we have to know how God made the good things that He made. Because He made everything. Yeah. The Bible says in that verse 3, it says, Through Him, all things were made. Nothing that was made that wasn't made without Him. Think about that. Now, I want you to first remember in Genesis chapter 1, the Word of God clearly shows us something very dramatic. It shows us that the world was actually empty. Yes, sir. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with starting empty. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> there's just nothing wrong with starting empty. Yeah. There's just nothing wrong with saying, oh, I got nothing. Yeah. I mean, after all, I like what the Bible says in the book of Job. It says, naked we came into this world anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how we'll walk out. You know, that's not my concern right now. I would like a gallant walk out. But naked we came. You know, you came with nothing. So the remaining things that come into your life become created. You understand that? They become created. So we see the nature of the earth. The earth was two things. Which looks like what characterizes the world around us today. Especially in this season that we're yeah. living. Yes, yeah. You know, this season that we're living is such a season where it feels like it feels like there is there is what? It just feels like everything is being destroyed. Yes, everything is breaking down. It feels like a breakdown of the whole system. Yes. Sir. The best of the best are going down. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, the best things in life are becoming unimportant even. Yeah. Yes, sir. So what do we do about all of these things? The world was two things. It was formless. Formless. That means it had no meaning. Yeah. And then it was empty. It was empty. This is the state of life. This is the state of life that people can be in. The state of life that we can be in. And God wants a Think about this. Daddy God once experienced emptiness. Wow. <laughs> the all-powerful God. <laughs> has, has that ever really occurred to you? No, not That the all-powerful has once experienced having nothing. Hmm. Having to start from scratch. It didn't occur to you. It's right there. The earth was formed and void. Then it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So there was nothing. He started with nothing and made everything. Wow. Made everything. Right? So there's nothing wrong with us starting at nothing. We just have to understand the theory of Everything. Yes, sir. So through him all things were made. Now that's through the word. In the book of Genesis, 
Do you remember how God created things? Tell me, how, 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 how did God create these things? From, from the book of Genesis. From the book of Genesis, mm-hmm. you, could, you, could, you could just see uh, the, the, the work of the word of God. Mm-hmm. Because the moment God, the, the, the first appearance we had of God was Him creating the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. And then um, the earth was without form and void and water covered the face of and all that. Yeah. And we couldn't, we, 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 we couldn't tell, we wouldn't have known how He created the heavens and the earth mm-hmm. until we got to verse when He said, Let there be light. Mm. And then went on creating, let there be this, mm. let there be two lights, mm-hmm. let there be moon, let there be sun. Mm-hmm. And as he was speaking, these things were coming into being. Hallelujah. So that showed us that why, uh, how he created the heaven and the earth mm-hmm. would definitely have been by speaking it out. Woo. Let there be heaven, let there be earth. You're getting me somewhere now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. it was by the and you you see the heavens mm. were created mm. and the earth were, uh, was created yeah. also. The everything was created from nothing. The, from nothing. So and from re- nothing from, from, from nothing. Absolutely nothing. He didn't borrow. No no help. He no didn't assistance. <laughs> Let's see what we do about yeah. this. Um, he didn't take it. bank. Let's see how far can oh you help us God. out. And, you know, things yeah. are wrong. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um, absolutely nothing. He made the heavens and the earth. Not just the earth. Mm. He made the heavens and the earth. Mm. And because he created everything, now it sometimes it feels like the heavens was already existing. Yeah. Then he just showed up and then created the earth. Yeah. But the Bible now shows us in John chapter 1 that without the word, nothing was made mm. that was made. Even Satan was created by the word. Oh, yeah. 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 That's why he is bent to do the will of God, even though he, yeah. not, he doesn't know. Yeah. He you doesn't know, you know something you just said that, that thrilled me? Satan was created by the word. And you know how what my spirit concluded there? When you said that, and that's why he's cast out with words. <laughs> you don't need Whoa. no holy water. You don't need nothing. You just need to say, "Come out," because words will lead him. Yeah, words will cast him and out. And words will cast him out. Yeah. Wow, that is just beautiful. Yeah. You know, if we think about this, it means that all the works of the devil are just a mount away yeah. for us to destroy. Yes, sir. Wow. The Bible says that he healed Jesus, our Lord, healed them with his word. He healed them with his word. It's not that he did anything else. He healed them with his word. The word of God is that powerful, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. The word of God is that powerful. And that's what Jesus did when he healed them with his word. You know, he spoke a word. And they were all healed. How about that? We're looking for lightning and thunder, but then there's all that God needed to create everything out of nothing. You know, I also want to think about this. Now, this is gonna this is gonna excite you. Before before I hear you, Pastor Gabriel, this is gonna excite you. Everything was made out of nothing. So nothing is a tool. Wow. 
Yes. In the house of a creator. Yeah. In the hands of a creator, oh, creator. nothing is a powerful tool. It's a powerful tool. That's why I believe Jesus said, He that has, to him will be given. And to the one who has nothing, what he has will be taken from him. Nothing is something. That's just beautiful. Pastor Gabriel, what do you think about this? Wow, it's really mind blowing. Well, Looking at the fact that God actually created the heavens and the earth without uh, any raw material. No, it makes me see the supremacy of God. I would like to think that he had a raw material. And that raw material is nothing. It's the word. It's the word. Okay. It's the word. Okay. <laughs> no, no. no. The, the, I also see the unlimited ability of God there. Because, you know, when we humans want to create something or make something out, we always picture a model somewhere. Then we bring out the best in this, bring out the best in this, make things from things that have already existed. So when we build houses, we make houses from the things that have already existed. Uh-huh. But the wisdom of God here is something that still, you know, shocks me. Because there was nothing to copy from. So the world is not just only creative, not only does it have the ability, but the world is so powerful that it just picks things and those things appear. So from where do they come from? So they come from the word itself. So I, I, I just see how how powerful the word of God is here. And how it sets the word into process. You know, while um, Pastor Rex was talking, he, he said, even Satan was created with the word and the word will cast him out. So this same word is what will bring forth everything into existence. And it's still what we maintain it and it's what we still terminate it. Mm. So I think the word here is the ultimate mm. and it's something that is worth going for. Hallelujah. Mm. Wow, that's that's powerful. You know, again in Genesis chapter one, I think in verse two, the Bible says that and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the deep. Yes, sir. So I I believe that it may it's not just words. The ingredients needed are number one, nothing. Ah, number two, a mount. <laughs> number wow. three, the spirit. Yes. Number four, the word. I believe that it is not just word. You know, I have I have lived long enough and I've been a believer in Jesus Christ long enough to experience something that, that I'm sure you've seen. Have you seen those who mention the name of Jesus with no result? Yes, sir. Many a times. Have you seen those who quote the word of God without results? Yes, yes sir. So if you've seen those who quote the word, the word of God without results, have you seen those who say things that don't come to pass? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Has it happened to you before? Yes, yes sir. sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. You've been there, right? Yes, yes sir. So, so, what is it? Because it definitely means that it's not about having the Bible in your mouth. There is no power in quoting the Bible. No, there is no power in quoting the Bible. The power was not in the power was not in what the prophet or was not in what God said. The power was in the spirit. Wow. Yeah. It was the Lord Himself that said to the prophet. He said, it is not by power. That's what, Zechariah? Zechariah. Zechariah. Chapter 4, verse 6. He says, it is not by power, it is not by might, 
but by my spirit. So, even if there are words and you have all the right things to say, there might not be any power coming out of it because it has not been made active and alive by the Spirit. And, and that's why the Holy Spirit is so important in the creation, in the theory of everything. When Christ Jesus was here on earth, do you remember what he said? He called the Holy Spirit the Father inside of him. Yes, sir. He also said that without the Holy Spirit, he could not do anything. Yes, sir. He said, he said, um, he said, as I see the Father inside of me performing, I do. Yes, sir. I do. That means Jesus will not so much as say what he didn't see himself saying inside. Super words. Yes, sir. Super words. Yes, sir. He was completely giving like that. To that ultimate power. To that ultimate grace. So the word itself is powerful. Yes. yes sir. But it needs the spirit. It needs Holy Ghost. Once the Holy Spirit is not involved. Once the Holy Spirit is not known to us. He knows us but the challenge is not often his knowledge of us. Rather, it is our knowledge of Him. He knows us. The Bible says in the book of Job, I think chapter 33, verse 8, it says, The Spirit of the Lord has made me, and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. So the Spirit made you. But, you see, the Spirit is the invisible part that we don't, we don't see because when you hear the Word, you don't see the Spirit. But inside of the word has to be the spirit. Yes. It has to be spirit given, yes, spirit inspired, yes, and spirit breathed. Yes, There's one scripture that I think we should talk about. Look at something in Isaiah chapter 57, verse 19. Look at these words. What a lovely word. Isaiah chapter 57 and verse 19. What a beautiful day it is. Yes, sir. Are you there, please? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look what it says. Hmm. Oh, you got it. <laughs> That's a lovely scripture, isn't it? Yes, sir. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off. And to him that is near, saith the Lord, I'll heal him. Letting us know that I make what you say. Yeah. What you say, he's trying like God's trying to tell us that creation is still going on. Yes, yes sir. Creation is still going on. We were made. The Bible says that true faith, Hebrews chapter eleven, verse three, it says that true faith, we understand that the words were framed. By the word of God. It is true faith that we understand that the world was made by the world. It is his word. 
It is his word. It is God's word. Everything was made by the word. Yes, yes, sir. You see, this is why... You see, but, but the thing is this, that as much as everything is made by the word without the spirit, there is no power in it. The Bible is just a book until the spirit Yes, until the spirit flows through it, until the spirit breathes on it. Just like man, God made man with both his words and his hands. But when man was made like that, he Adam was once a statue. Yeah, he was once a statue. I wonder how nice he would have looked as a statue. And that Adam was right there, just a statue, clay. Fine looking. But without the spirit, there was no power to give him life. He is that life. You know, if, if we continue the book of John, you see where it says something that that we mind in verse 4. It says, in him was life. That life, it must be the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You can't separate the Spirit from the Word. The moment you separate the Spirit from the Word, you are no longer speaking the Word, you are speaking a Word. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's a difference between the Word of creation and gist. Yes, yeah. sir. Words, yeah. Gist. That's how, if you are filled with the word and the spirit, you know, one evidence is that when you say good morning, it, the morning is going to be good. Yeah. Yes, sir. When you say win, someone's going to win. Yes, sir. But when you just say words, when you say good morning, by the time the person comes back from work, and you say, oh, how was your day? <laughs> say, ah. wow. And the person might even say, you know, I would like to suggest, please, don't it's say like, good morning again. Good morning. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, that's the word. Yeah. The creation of value. Evangelist, what do you think about this? Uh, it's, it's really, really amazing to know that the, um, the, the point where the spirit and the word mm. comes together. Mm-hmm. It's it's what makes the word of God powerful. Yeah. You know, in Hebrews chapter four, verse twelve, the Bible says, "The word of God is living and powerful." Mm. If it were just um, vocabulary, we're coughing out. Mm. We can't say it's living mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if it's just vocabulary, it's just vocal chords yeah. making sound yeah so we can't say the sound of a guitar is living mm. we can't say the, the sound of a drum is living yeah but they're making sound exactly and they mean something to different people yes i personally i am when it comes to music i am like tabula rasa like I my I don't think I can even make a single note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I know that. So we understand. Yes, <laughs> I know. So, well, for example, you know when, when Pastor Gabriel when Pastor Gabriel was back in the 
Quite means like a master. Quite good. Do you know what quite good means? Impressive. I think Papa Gabriel is quite good. Maybe. No, no, no. I understand. You are tabloid. Exactly. I cannot judge on character when it comes to music. Yes. I when, you know, when, you look, when you look at a one-eyed man, you see you're blind. No, 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 no. For the scriptures, out of the amount of babes and sucklings, you have proclaimed praise. You know, he has perfected praise. Not that the praise right. For example, when 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 a music is played, I have no idea what key it is. It doesn't mean anything to me. Mm. Because I don't, I just like, I just enjoy like, ah, this thing is nice. Mm. Like, this thing was off. Yeah. This wasn't right. This wasn't right. Yeah. That's because I have no. So there is no life in just sounds. They are meaningless. But when the spirit of the Lord rests upon the word, it becomes alive. Mm. The Bible says it becomes quick, active, quickened. And powerful, even powerful enough to descend between thoughts and intent, mm. powerful enough to divide between bones and marrows. Wow, yeah. like they become like estrays. Mm. Mm. So powerful when the spirit comes and breathes on the word and animates the word. So, the, the, the word is not the word without the spirit. Even the, our Lord Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 63, the words that I speak unto you, the very words themselves, are spirit and they are life. He did not say they have spirit and they have life, but the very words are spirit because the origin of the word is the spirit. Yeah, you know, somebody might ask this question. I've heard some very funny questions in my, in my lifetime, but this is one of those questions. The word and the spirit, which is much more important. Pastor Gabriel. Well, the word and the spirit, which is more important. Well, that's very funny. But, but, but I think I will answer it this way. The word is never the word of God, except the spirit of the Lord is inside. Amen. Amen. There was a time that the that Jesus said, "Except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part in me." Then the people, the multitude, walked away, save the twelve. Then Jesus asked them, "Are you not walking away also?" He said, "Where do we go? You have the word of life." Yes, sir. The Pharisees have been speaking the words of God in quotes. That is, to them they were actually speaking the word of God. Yeah. But it is ne- no matter how religious it is, no matter how badly called it is, it is still never the word of God, except it is filled with the Spirit of God. Wow. So that was what made the difference. When Jesus No matter how biblical it yes. is, it is not the, the word, word without the spirit. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. So when Jesus came and he was speaking. Even to the unbelievers, in fact, to those things that have life and those things that don't have life, to both humans and inanimate objects, the thing is, they can only respond to the word of God because of the spirit inside. So, no wonder the disciples marveled at what manner of man is this, that even the storm, the sea, the wind, they obey him. 
not just that, those are for things that don't have life. They recognize the word of God. Now, the, um, when the people following Jesus, when they heard Jesus, they said, what manner of man is this? That he spoke with so much authority, they discerned the word of God because it had power in it. It had life in it. So, the word of God is actually what everything obeys. Everything obeys, but if it is not the word of God, situations do not change. Yeah. So the spirit of God actually is what I think makes this difference. Because situations don't change when people, when some persons say the word of God. And like I said, I've been there before. Yeah. I have prayed for some situations. I've even quoted the Bible. The Bible says that you shall say to this mountain, be that remote, mm. and all of that. Mm. In fact, I will memorize all the scriptures, you know, the situation remains. Yeah. <laughs> and most especially if it's. Uh, Sickness, or in fact, a dire situation where the person is looking up to you. You've quoted all the scriptures you can. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the most embarrassing moments come. You feel so bad because yeah. it's like you're not anointed. <laughs> <laughs> and now, in fact, it's a situation that mm. you would not want to find yourself in. Yeah. It's so bad. Now, but when the spirit of the Lord is in those words, just a word. It comes to pass. Yes. And it brings life. It brings joy. It brings happiness. It yes. brings testimonies. Yes. But when is the other way around? There is this frustration, like confused and all of that. Yes. So I see that the spirit of God is what makes the word the word of God. Wow. Yes. So if there is no spirit, it's not the word of God. Glory, glory, yeah. glory, glory, glory. It is the spirit of the Lord that dispenses the word of God. Mm, amen. 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 That's great. Yeah, amen. that's really, really true. Yes, you know, again, I was just thinking about something, guys. When someone asks that question, it's like asking which is more important, breathing in or breathing out. Exactly. That's exactly That's what you're asking. Which is more important? I would like. So the only thing we'll just say is choose one. <laughs> <laughs> choose one and see how far you go. Choose one. So which one do you choose now? Yeah. Right? If you take all oxygen, you'll die. <laughs> if you take all carbon dioxide, you'll die. You'll die. So you gotta have both. Yeah. You have to have both. Yeah. It's like asking between the word and prayer, which is more important. You know, yeah. say ah, there are prayer churches. Yeah, word churches. There are word churches. The word church. You know, yeah. there are those people who pray more. Me, I'm more of a word kind of Christian. Yeah. You know, and and the way you see me like this, look, 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 look. I just dwell on the word. Yeah. We leave prayer to the praying people. Mm. <laughs> then some people wow. say, I'm just a man of prayer. Don't mm. bring, forget word. Just. Drop a prayer point and see. I'm a prayer warrior. I'm a <laughs> warrior. You understand? Yeah. But you see, all of these things, all of these things are the things that, that destroy the very foundation of Christian spirituality. Because we start becoming carnal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, and then the real things don't come to pass. The real things, they don't come to pass. I mean, Psalm chapter 138 verse 2 says, I will worship toward thy holy temple. And praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Mm. Wow. Above all thy name. Did you know that if you are filled with the word, 
You may not need to keep shouting in the name of Jesus. Because that is the person of Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, some people think it's by how much in the name of Jesus they say. And some people think that if the Antichrist is around, he wouldn't be able to say in the name of Jesus. But I tell you what, Satan can spell Jesus' name easily. He can say J, E, S. They can even use it to do birthday cake in hell. So we want to put the name, somebody say J, and hell's not going to crumble. <laughs> no. Because what gives life to those words is not saying words or praying prayers, it's the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. And the Holy Spirit is known and reached by prayer. Yes, sir. So when, when one access between prayer and the word, which is more important, you've already made a mistake. You've already started on the wrong foundation. Yes, sir. Because the right foundation is there is no word without prayer. Yes, sir. And there There's is no, no prayer, prayer without, without the word. Nothing. There's nothing like that. The moment the Lord made man, the moment the Lord made man, the first experience of the supernatural the man had was prayer. That was the first experience. What is prayer? God talking to you and you talking back to God. Incantation is you talking to God without God talking back to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You are not praying. You are doing incantation. And it won't work because we don't do incantation in Christianity. Yes, sir. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Christian chants. You, you, you can't do incantations. You just talk and you go back. You have not prayed. You have said words. Or you go and... You know the reason why we say things that don't come to pass, guys, oftentimes, is because when we pray, we don't pray what God wants. We pray what we want. The best way to start praying is... Thy will be done. Then when he makes known the will, then ask it. That is how to have answers when you pray. Now, if such a Christian was to pray the will of the Lord like that, I'll give you a very grand example. You know, something happened to me some time ago. Amen. Amen. Now, what really happened to me some time ago? Okay. What really happened to me some time ago was this. Was that I... There was a lady who came to see me for some prayers. She had been to... According to her, she had said she had been to several churches. And then she was undergoing insanity. You know, and... It started at her desire to know God, and then it became insanity. Very strange. So she was insane. So she came to visit. When she came to visit me, I was there with an assistant. And after the lady told me of all the people that she had gone to see, <laughs> I was about to ask her, what's the use? 
just go home. You can go, just just go. You just manage the madness. When it's too much, we'll take you somewhere. Because I had no idea what the next solution would be. Normally, what we do is that we revert to old habits. If I have prayed once like this, I will pray again like this. That is not knowing the will of God. That is familiarity. Oh. That is familiarity with the anointing of the Spirit. That's not knowing the will of God. Because I prayed like this for a certain thing. Then it does mean that this is how it will always be. That's why we are always defeated. Because when you look through scripture, you would see, first of all, let's just go to Jesus only. Jesus never did the same miracles the same way. No two blind people were healed the same way by our Lord. No two lame people were healed the same way. I don't think that any two prayer points will be prayed the same way. If you were walking with the Lord. I don't think so. But we always come defeated. Because we don't have a word from the Lord. You know what the Lord said to me that time? I started inquiring. I said, please, what do you want me to do? You know what he said? He said, open the book of Matthew, chapter 10, and read it. So I said, all right, sit down. And then I said, I began to read it. And while I was reading it, and reading it, and reading it, by the time I got to verse 6, then immediately, the demon that was causing this insanity began to speak. And by the time we got to the 10th verse, it left at the reading of scriptures. There is no power in reading it until the Spirit says read it. Yes, wow. Yes, so it must be inspired by the Spirit. Intimation comes from the Spirit. That is suggestion. Yeah. Suggestion. Why is the Spirit giving if not for that? Why? You, 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 you're in a certain condition. Look, look at the prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel was taken to a, a place called the Valley of Bones. Before I talk about the value of both, you know, there are people who, they have prayer booklets, devotionals, and these things are nice, by the grace of God. They are nice. But there's a reason why they don't seem to be changing your life. The major reason they don't seem to be changing your life is that the Lord inspired the person to pray that thing that they prayed. And faith is not imitation. Faith is uttered by Jesus in you. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You don't imitate faith, you imitate example. Yes, sir. You don't imitate faith. You cannot imitate faith. You can say, because I saw this man doing this thing. See, I saw that brother. Did you hear his testimony? He gave five dollars and got five hundred million dollars. 
I'm giving five dollars. No, he was inspired. Yes, yeah, sir. And you are not inspired. Mm-hmm. You are rather a copycat. There is no power to be found in that. Yeah. I, you hear somebody say, "Man, I said this. Let there be light." And suddenly, I began to have a television. I got a refrigerator. I got chairs. I got a house. Every day, I used to wake up in the morning and I would say, "Let there be light." That man was inspired. When you copy that faith, you have no results yes, because you did not ask the Holy Spirit to give you suggestion. Yes, sir. Yeah. This is why creation. This is the theory of everything because. The Holy Spirit moved on the face of the deep. The word was not spoken alone. It was after the word of God says the spirit was moving that God said. God didn't speak first before the spirit moved. The spirit moved first before the God spoke words. We need the spirit and the word to create something from nothing. If nothing is to be a good tool, that's why the Christian man looks so defeated. That's why it looks like our dreams don't come to pass. Because nothing is an obstruction for us. For the natural man, nothing is a problem. But for the man in Christ, nothing is not an issue. For the natural man, nothing is a problem. How can nothing? Have you all heard I have nothing? <laughs> But nothing is enough. Hear Christ Jesus say to his disciples, I'm sending you into the world as wolves, as sheep among wolves. Then he said, No, he said, I'm sending, that means I'm sending you vulnerable. Sheep have no means to defend themselves. No means. He said, I'm sending you vulnerable. Then he said, Take no sword. (laughs) You know, because chances are you'll be robbed, but take no swords anyway. Don't take a bag. Don't take purse. Don't take money. Don't take extra sandal. Don't take extra clothes. My goodness. Then he said, The worker is worthy of his wages. What was he trying to tell you? He said, Something will come out of nothing. He he sends you with nothing. Nothing is enough. Yes, sir. Nothing is enough. Yes, sir. Nothing is enough. Here goes the Christian man, always crying because he has nothing. And thinks that spiritual promotion comes by having something. But it doesn't come that way. It comes by speaking God's words. Speaking God's words inspired by the Holy Ghost. One man may say in the name of Jesus and nothing happens. And then another says in the name of Jesus and everything happens. Everything happens. That's the difference between the sons of Shiloh and Paul. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. Sir. I've witnessed people being beaten by demon-possessed people before. Somehow, because the moment the person says, in the name of Jesus, 
the physical nature of the person switches and the demon comes out. And now he's afraid because he's about to be routed. Only for him to look at you. And say, eh. then the next thing you just hear, pow! <laughs> Why? Because the sons of Shiva were copying faith. Mm. Mm. Wow, I get it. They said, in the name of Jesus, which Paul calls, come out. Because they had seen Paul drive out demons by saying, in the the name name of Jesus. Ah, This is so important for everything. Yes, sir. Church growth, church planting, ministry, business, career. We are such copycats. Because we cannot follow the Spirit. We cannot have suggestion from the Spirit. I remember... I had some events which you guys know about concerning, you know. And um, one day, the Lord, uh, I needed quite a a lot of money to do some things. And physically speaking, it wasn't there. But have you ever had that thing where you can see the money invisibly, but physically it's not there? Yes, sir. Has it happened to you before? Yes, sir. Like, you can taste the money. Yeah. But it's not there. You keep checking for your account balance bump. And it's not bumping. Instead, stuff is going out. Because now you got to have credit. <laughs> you know? you got to have several things. So while I was doing that, in the morning, just not too long ago, I felt a hand tap me up from the bed. And said to me, rise up, my son. I rose up. There was nobody. But there was the presence of a voice. Then the voice said to me, He said, from now on, I want you and your wife to proclaim, to declare, and to confess. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. And everything will be possible. Intimation came from the spirit, and immediately I began to say this thing. I said it to myself, I said it over my wife, I said it over you all. You know, I will say, Let us say this together. You know, it didn't go beyond 48 hours. I had an overabundance of what I needed. Wow, hallelujah! Do you see that? Yes, sir. So I was telling you about Ezekiel. Well, I think that's 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 some really. <laughs> you remember Ezekiel was in the Valley of Bones, and what did Ezekiel say? The Lord said to him, "Can these bones live again?" I like Ezekiel's dependence on the Lord. Yeah. He said, "You know." I, I think he had been with the Lord so much. It was not the situation that made Ezekiel confused. That's what I used to be, I was taught in those days. That when he saw the bones, he was like, oh my God. And he was like, man, I don't think anything can happen. Like, only you, only you, Lord. No, it was, he had walked to the Lord to the point of knowing that the Lord is both the question and the answer. (laughs) He's both the question, don't answer. He knows what to do. In the book of John, 
Jesus Christ our Lord asked his disciples, where would we find food to feed these people? The Bible says he asked them this question to test them. Because he himself knew within himself what to do. (laughs) He was so foolish to answer. The all-knowing is asking you, how will it happen? You want to explain. He won't explain it. So, this man said to the Lord, thou knowest. And then the Lord then said to him, well then, since I know, here's what I know. He said, say to these bones, you know something that amazes me? This is what amazes me, God. That God could have said to the bones, but he told the man to say what he was going to say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you don't use your mouth, you will not have results. Don't speak things that are not inspired by the word. Everything you do not have is because the Lord has made space. You know? <laughs> Genesis, in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. The word to replenish is not the same dictionary word. In the Bible, to replenish means to fill up spaces. Fill up what is lacking. Fill up what is lacking. Yes, mm. Fill up spaces yes, in your church. Replenish. Mm. No, 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 no. Look at something also that's amazing. And that's the blessing. That's what you ought to be speaking when you have that intimation from the Spirit. If your faith agrees with my faith and you say it, the light is on. Mm. And the power will work. But if you say it because you thought it was nice, because you are trusting in a testimony, then you have no results. You have made flesh your God. You are leaning on the arm of flesh. And the arm of flesh always fails. So God says to Elijah, Son of man, say to these bones. Then look what the Lord said to him. He said, say to these bones, thus saith the Lord. Like, wow. like the Lord said, say, don't say it, the Lord. He could have said it himself. That means the word has no place to act on its own. In your life, for your condition, your situation, without you. God's method is men. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, in conclusion, what do you have to say? Conclude, Pastor Gabriel? Wow. Say something in conclusion. Really, really so amazing. Mm. It's so amazing. Yeah. So, what I would like to say here is that the word will do nothing until it is spoken out from the mouth. Hallelujah. So, it has to be the word of God because the spirit of God is in it. Then you need a mouth to say it. You need a mouth. Yeah. Not just to him. Even if you don't brush. We know that. So then you don't just have to say it because you heard other people saying it, mm-hmm. like the sons of Skiva. Mm-hmm. You don't just imitate it. It has to be authored by the Spirit of God from your heart. From your heart. Wow. So you have to say it in faith. Then definitely it will work. Amen. So Amen. the Word of God is all powerful. Beautiful. Wow. Evangelist. 
in wow. conclusion it, it's really amazing to, to to see the word of God here to see God's solution for creation God's way of creation and how he has also taught us to create mm. and it is as our, uh, my dear pastor has said first of all you need a mouth that is willing to speak the word of God inspired by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bible also says this, I want to know the Bible says, with a heart man believes and with a mouth confession is made. Mm-hmm. So you must believe in your heart the word and by the instruction of the Spirit confess with your mouth. Mm-hmm. And that is the act of faith that really changes circumstances, creates things, and gets realities from the from the realm where it is seen, where it is more, that is more real than the one we are. We are. Yes. Hallelujah. Such a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And now I want to pray for you. And I want to pray that blessing over your life right now. If you agree in faith with me, I declare over you that in the name of Jesus, be fruitful. I declare over you, multiply. Amen. Fill up every empty space. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The resources of the air be yours. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The resources of the earth be yours in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let the resources of the waters be yours in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have dominion over the resources of the air. Amen. The resources of the earth. Amen. And the resources of the waters. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May the blessing of the Lord make you rich and add your sorrow. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. So, as usual, we come to the end of another beautiful session, and uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. Kindly follow us and, um, you know, tell others about it, share the links, and see you next time on, um, I think we need to get a part two of this, right? The theory of everything, and I hope that you'll be there to hear this wonderful blessing. And if you have testimonies and questions and comments, kindly put them down there. We will check them out. And we know that God has a great blessing for you and for us too. God bless you. Bye.